Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. It is time to talk some Greyhound Racing. Mick Cowley joins us from Greyhound Racing, New South Wales. Good morning, Mick. Good morning, Dave. Mate, how was Coffs? Coffs enjoyable? was sensational, mate. Um, beautiful part of the world. Unfortunately, they lose that meeting. It goes to Grafton, but we'll be back um, for a couple of their race meetings throughout the year, and they're going to have a big one when they finally get racing there, I'll tell you that. Oh, mate, absolutely. And Grafton's a great place anyway. You know, we've, uh, we've got a great track there at Grafton. Anyone who wants to go for the thoroughbreds will always find a dog meeting at Grafton as well. They certainly will. Now, what about Jungle Juice? He seems like he's... Oh. He's really, I mean, after that Phoenix where things didn't go to plan, he came back, he went to, I think, Dubbo, and it was, it's just the changing of the guard. Once he, once he went to Dubbo, he's come back a different dog. Mate, what's, what's surprised me, and obviously he, he celebrated with that uh, fantastic win in the Group 1 Gold Boy at Albion Park last Thursday night, and that was his, his second Group 1 in just two weeks. Um, he also won the Group 2 Gold for Sands. He, as you said, he went to Dubbo after he got back from Melbourne from the Phoenix and broke the track record out of the sprint. Um, mate, what surprised me? Although I looked at his prize, he's won 650000 uh, for for a dog that basically had his first start twelve months ago in a maiden at uh, Wetworth Park and one that maiden, it's it's just incredible the ride that's been. And everyone's drawing the parallels, obviously, with Feral Frankie, who who Jack Smith also trained. Same sort of style of dog, you know, not brilliant out of the boxes, but once he gets into a field, he seems to know where the traffic is and can negotiate his way through traffic. It's it's just remarkable. It's great to watch. And New South Wales has certainly got a dog that they. They can cheer in those big races, and there is uh, there is one of those big races as you mentioned this weekend. I think what it does too, and uh, I know at the time when we had that public vote, there was a you know of other runners uh, that were going for that Tab Phoenix uh, that were sort of, you know, thinking, oh, well, why did Jungle Juice get it? You know, I know it was a public vote, etc. But, geez, he, he has justified that that choice now. It's been a remarkable turn. As you said, I think the, yeah, from memory that the voting was all slanted the way of Bandit Ned. Everyone was expecting Bandit Ned to get through. Then this late surge, courtesy of the people of Forbes and, and Marie Smith, Jack's wife, who uh, rallied the troops. Um, they managed to get across the line by a few votes, a handful of votes. But it seems to, as you said, it seems to have been the making of the dog. He, he was, he was still pretty handy, obviously. Before that, he won the Brother Fox up in Dubbo back in May last year. But uh, he's really stepped up. The, the seven wins that he's put on the board since coming back from the Phoenix have just all been first class. Yeah, as I said, the, the balls of thunder win when he ran down wow, the, the win in the gold bullion last week, a $200,000 feature. The track record, yeah, absolutely smashed the clock. Yeah, it wasn't taking a 100th off or 200, absolutely smashed it. And uh, the future's so bright. He's, he's got the Rookie Rebel on Saturday night where he's come up with the one and he's, he's favoured to win that as well. He's got uh, the Australian Cup, if, if Jack wants to go that way, uh, later this month down there in Melbourne as well. He's then got the Country Classic, which will be held on his home track at Dubbo, the final on March 19. Then he's into the Easter Egg uh, final of that on April 9. Me and Case the final of that is on May seven. Um, seriously, the dog could easily have two million dollars by uh, May eight this year. It's it's remarkable. Um, and congrats to obviously uh, Jack's a, a very likable bloke. Um, the the two owners Brian and Claire are, are lovely guys. The whole team behind yeah, you see them at the track yeah, they get on the juice t shirts on. Um, it, it's just really good for the industry and for racing to have. 
I know it's a term that's used a lot, the people's horse and the people's dog, but this really does seem like it's the latest people's dog and, and everyone seems to want to get behind it. All right, uh, mate, do um, you want to take us back to Saturday night? Mate, well, it, it was a fantastic, uh, fantastic... Well, last week, win. I should say. It was a fantastic win by uh, by Jungle Juice. Yeah, as we said, that uh, that race was... Yeah, it could have gone plenty of ways. There was a, a stack of good dogs in it. We spoke on this show last week with uh, Mitch Norfield, who had Coringa Lucy. And Coringa Lucy ran a fantastic race to, to finish second to Jungle Juice in that race. Um, New South Wales dogs actually finished one, two, three, and four. Uh, Louis Rummel was third, and Zipping Kyrgios was fourth. So that says a lot for the uh, the state of greyhound racing in New South Wales at the moment, I think. But we've also, uh, we now head south this Saturday night, and we go to Melbourne for three group ones. We've got the Tim Lee for the sprinters, we've got the Rookie Rebel for the middle distance dogs and we've got the Zoom Top for the stayers. And New South Wales are represented in all that. I think our biggest chance does obviously come up in that Rookie Rebel with Jungle Juice. It's drawn the one. Over the 600 should suit it down to the ground. should be perfect for it. And yeah, as I said, that uh, a win in that and the 75000 prize money will take it to seven hundred over 720000 in prize money in just a very short career. It just shows the sort of money that is available in Greyhound racing these days, mate. The Tim Lee, it'll uh, it we will be represented in that by Zipping Curios. It's drawn five. Obviously, a pretty tough field. Didn't have a lot of luck last week. Zipping Curios in the Gold Bullion Final. Favourite in that race is the Flying Aston Rupee. He's drawn just inside of Zipping Curios. It's at uh, to around the six to four mark. Zipping Curios, I think, about five dollars at the moment. And in the Zoom Top Stayers, we've got a good chance in that as well. We've got two representatives. Daryl Thomas has got line of quality. The dog's going really well at the moment. And the uh, the super consistent Group 1 winner already, Mark Gatt, Stanley Road, is also in that field. And, and those two are, are 650 and 550 respectively. Behind the favourite, who is the local Jeff Britton's dog, Mapunga Ruby, who uh, we saw up here at Wentworth Park last month and came in and won the feature race this summer distance plate. So... There'll be, uh, there'll be some good racing down at the Meadows on Saturday night and uh, we'll all be cheering for the New South Wales dogs as we always do. Beautiful, mate. You're looking forward uh, to uh, that uh, that racing. It's very high quality at the moment. Now, mate, uh, what's happening with the Bathurst Cup? Yeah, mate, it, uh, it was run last last Friday night, uh, the Bathurst Cup. Always a fantastic event. The, the Country Cup's similar to, uh, to Thoroughbreds. They're, they're great events. Uh, good crowd was on hand. Some great racing and the feature race, the Cup, it went to Ian Gilder's dog, Billy Creek. And Billy Creek was the other New South Wales representative with Jungle Juice in that Phoenix race in December last year. And Billy Creek um, actually ran a good race, finished fourth, finished just in front of Jungle Juice in the Phoenix. Came back, um, has potted around with uh, some middle distance racing. Uh, Ian Gilder's the trainer, decided to give him a shot at Bathurst Gold Cup. Uh, got through in the uh, heats into the final, um, lobbed on the rail uh, just behind the leaders. The leader was analysing Mick Hardman's dog, who Mick was chasing back-to-back Bathurst Gold Cups, having won the Zulu Warlord last year. Billy Creek got on the fence behind the leaders and was just so strong, coming off the back straight, powered past analysing, got the cash, and uh, it was a, a good little story. And this was the obviously the day after Jungle Juice for Jack Smith had won the Gold Bullion. Jack was... At Bathurst, uh, for the cup, he had a few runners in. Uh, fantastic result. Ian and, and Jack get on well. They go back a fair way. In fact, uh, the mother of Billy Creek, uh, a bitch called Midnight Jane, was actually trained by Jack Smith uh, when she was racing. And Billy Creek 
the sire of Billy Creek is Brad Hill Billy, who was also trained by Jack Smith. So there's a lot of synergy there. And, and Ian told the story after the race that um, it was a night after Jack had won a big race and uh, they were trialling together at one of the local tracks up that way in the Central West. And uh, and Ian said to Jack, oh, geez, you had a good night last night, Jack. And, and Jack said, whenever you win a, good, uh, a group race, it's always a good night. And uh, Ian said he knows exactly what Jack was talking about, having won that Group 3 Bathurst Gold Cup last Friday night. So congrats to Ian, a lovely guy. And uh, Ian hails from a, a little place called Beryl, uh, which is it's east of uh, east of Dubbo, and it's, uh, it's just outside of Golgong, northwest of, of Golgong. I think the crowd, the crowd, the population is about 130, 140 people. But uh, Billy Creek is now the star of Beryl, at least for the time being. All right, fantastic, mate. Uh, as uh, we move on, uh, what else you got on the cards for us? I know that uh, we've got a big announcement happening with uh, Richmond coming up. Yeah, Richmond. Um, what Richmond's closing as of next Monday? Work will start on. $700,000 upgrade that uh, that money come from government's capital grants program. Uh, it will be a full upgrade of the Richmond Circle track. Obviously, we do have the, the straight track there as well, and racing will continue on that. But some of the uh, some of the work that will be done will including changing the distance of the 535 and bringing it back to a, a more universal 520 distance. Uh, the 330 will be coming back to 320. All the distances will change a little bit because the circumference of the track will grow an extra for six metres. Uh, there'll be lots of you know, safe chase remote lure will be put in, uh, LED lights will be put in, the irrigation system. So plenty of work will be done. Obviously, as a result of that, this one will be closed four to six weeks, depending on the weather. A lot of meetings have been moved from there to various venues. Wentworth Park will pick up some. The Richmond Straight Tack straight track will pick up some and some of the country venues will also get some of the Sunday meetings as well. The feature races, the Richmond Derby and the Richmond Oaks, they were due to be held the last week of February, the heats into March for the finals. They, uh, instead of being transferred, they have been put back. They're now going to be run the heats on June 17 and then the finals on June 24 of both the Richmond Oaks and the Richmond Derby. So, um, Still plenty of, of action will happen whilst Richmond will be shut and uh, we'll come back to a, a bright, spanking new track with the straight track there. It's going to be one of the best complexes in New South Wales. Yeah, certainly will be, mate. Uh, and last but not least, what about... Uh, I've got some breeding news for us. Mate, I don't usually get into breeding news, but this uh, this jumped out at me, uh, having seen it on the Facebook. Uh, it was uh, Flying Ricardo. We know that Flying Ricardo's uh, been a stud now for, for a little while, um, Served lots of pups. I'm sure the first ones will be uh, be getting to to the track fairly soon. But uh, there was photos on the Facebook this morning. I noticed them. A litter of eight pups by Flying Ricardo, who of course was the 2020 Greyhound of the Year in New South Wales, and they're out of the 2018 Greyhound of the Year, Poco Durano, that wonderful little staying bitch uh, that the Finns trained. Um, eight pups, and uh, I reckon they're going to be worth a pretty penny if the owners decide to uh, to part with any of them. But chances are they may hang on to quite a few, I would say. But certainly, bred in the purple, those pups.